The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's going on, everybody? Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, streaming online, 1069thefan.com. Would love to hear from you today about uh, the events of the last 24 hours, your perspective on it, uh, however it may be, uh, especially with the NBA, uh, Major League Soccer, Real Salt Lake. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. 435 if you want to text into the show and let us know uh, how you're thinking. Uh, we'd love to also get into the high school football games that are going on this week. We've got an early one tomorrow, a game that technically will be going on while we're on the air tomorrow. And we'll see if there's any updates from the NBA about uh, when play will resume. Players and uh, have agreed and, and devoted that they will resume play, but we're not sure exactly when that resumption will take place. That has not yet been made fully clear. Uh, there was some discussion that it could be as early as uh, Friday, but uh, it's looking more likely that it'll be on Saturday when things would resume. So uh, we'll try to get any additional details on that that we can. But uh, still, love to hear from you on that. And and, uh, we'll do our pick six a little bit later on. And I noticed there was a little Snickers on my table today. Did that come from you or is that another friendly coworker? It's another friendly coworker. Okay, so I still need to get a pick six gift. I gave you a second cupcake last week. That counts. Yeah, freaking laugh it up, Chuckles. You don't understand what I've been through, stupid pick sixing. If I don't win next week, I am actually going to boycott the rest of our pick sixes. Well, you, you can't boycott just because you're you're losing and you're bad. You have to boycott for like other reasons. Well, that's a pretty good reason to me. <laughs> hey, by the way, are you? Uh, did you get the email about fantasy football? Are you playing fantasy football? Uh, did it come just recently? Uh, well, there's two that have came in. Not that I'm aware of. Oh, maybe you're not playing fantasy football. Maybe it's a different team that or group that offered me. I need to tell them no. I hate fantasy. Like fantasy football is just it's screwed me over every single time I play. I hate fantasy football. I'd rather not play. Uh. But yeah, uh, a lot to get to, Eric, here in the second hour. We talked a little bit about Dolly Hans' situation with uh, Real Salt Lake. Uh, wasn't happy last night, then jumped on a couple of radio shows today and made some comments. Uh, I don't know if he backtracked, but just made some comments. Sorry. Uh, and now he's, I mean, now there's an article that's came out on The Athletic, right, about some comments that are not good and some things that he said that are not appropriate. Towards opposing players. Well, and they're and about his own personal or, players. And personal players. And they are extremely racial. 
extremely inappropriate and extremely unprofessional in so much that he should be gone. If Donald, if Donald Sterling, for what he said, is fired, definitely, and I mean definitely, should Deloitte Hansen be gone. Okay, so I uh, had an interesting discussion with a coworker earlier today um, you're talking about Donald Sterling and how he got outed. Uh-huh. Or ousted, I should say. And his situation was that a lot of other NBA owners, they did not like him for a, a, a long list of reasons. Mm-hmm. How he ran his team, how he was never really engaged whenever they had uh, meetings. He was on his phone messing around, taking calls in the meeting in the middle of meetings. Like he didn't really care. Uh, he, there were some uh, other allegations against him. Um, did, so there were there were a variety of issues that were stacked against Donald Sterling. And then when the the the, the latest issues surfaced that got national attention, that gave the owners cover and Adam Silver cover. Say, okay, it's time for you to go, and they got. They got him out. Now, I don't. I am completely unaware of how you know uh, Hansen does things with the Major League Soccer. Other than to say, from what an outsider, it looks like it's been a good relationship. Mm-hmm. He was able to. He's been able to do a lot of significant things, even this year in the middle right? of the pandemic and in the community. But again, Eric. You can't say the things that the athletic article, as um, Clemente allegedly, allegedly said, and be a part of this organization and be a part of this community and be an owner for a team where <laughs> where LHM pretty much rules the world. Honestly, in, in the state of Utah, you, like you can't say things of like, "Hey, when is this? When are we going to lynch this guy?" Quote unquote. Yeah, that exact verbatim. When are we going to lynch this guy? You can't say that and be an owner of a team in the state of Utah, especially. And if and if they allow him to still be there, dude, that is going to do so much damage for that organization, where they'll never ever get another soccer player to come here. Well, certainly, his comments today and backed up now with this uh, pretty scathing report from the Athletic. Uh, if if in fact Deloy Hansen wants to to still attract players that are going to compete at a high level um, to his team, uh, we'd have to suspect that he's going to have to do some pretty serious uh, meetings with his with his players and his personnel. Yeah, and and by the way, oh hey, will you go to my Twitter account really quickly? Speaking of which. So Rob Manfred wanted to make some kind of a protest statement, but yet play a game. And this is the New York Mets management staff. And I believe it's the owner, or it's uh, not the owner, excuse me, maybe the president. And, uh, and in the video, it's supposed to be kept between the three people who are there. And I'm guessing one of them's a PR guy based on the conversation. And someone... So I don't know if it's an intern, but someone left the freaking camera on and rolled on it and then shared it. Listen to this. 
You've listened to this already? <laughs> it's okay for Eric? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is Rob Manfred we'll be hearing. Yeah, that was, no, sorry, that's not Rob Manfred. It's a conversation that I believe is the GM or the president had with Rob Manfred on a phone call of Rod Manfred's plan of how to handle the protest and what the Mets should do. And he wants him to play but and protest in a different way. And uh, I don't know, again, I don't know if it's the president or GM, but he's having a conversation with two other people. I'm guessing one of them is the PR guy based on the conversation of the replies back. Listen to this. So, kind of hard to hear. They have masks on, and it's not directly on them. They're not mic'd. He just doesn't get it. But basically... In the leadership. The, the Mets wanted to, to not... They didn't want to play. Yeah. They wanted... Yeah. Uh, but Rob Manfred was trying to say, look, take the field at 7-10, then leave, and then come back at 8-10. Uh, and so that's where they were voicing frustration that uh, he just... He didn't get the fact that they didn't want to play. Taking the field and leaving, then coming back an hour later, uh, is you know, doesn't solve the issue. So, interesting. Rob Manfred doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it from a leadership standpoint. Yeah, that was a direct quote. <laughs> so Rob Manfred's gonna be making a phone call today. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So that's where we're at here in 2020. How are you all doing? Um. Eric, my, my, my question to you now becomes when, and I think we asked you you know earlier, you know, when do we get back to playing games? Uh, I Honestly, and this is probably bad of me to say, but the sooner the better. What would be my guess? The sooner the better. Uh, to try to get, you know, a, just a sense of organization back. I mean, having basketball back, having baseball back, and I know that sounds really selfish on my part to say that um, because I'm not one of these athletes doing this, but I think it would help immensely. And the question is, Eric, is it, it, currently it's 7-12 in Florida. Games would start at 1.30 in the afternoon in Florida, which makes me think that we aren't playing tomorrow. I mean, things would have been announced by now. Unless they're waiting till like 9 o'clock tonight or 10 o'clock tonight to say, okay, these teams and these games will happen tomorrow and these games will happen Saturday. But I, I think as you talked about in the first hour, I, I think it's uh, you need to give these, chance, uh, or these guys a chance to regroup, um, reset, and then get back with their team, get back on a court, go shoot the basketball, 
get a workout in of some sort, have a walkthrough so you know who you're, you know what you're prepping for or whatever, and then I mean, and be in the film room as well, and then go out and play. How long that takes, I have no idea, but it's at least going to take a full day. Uh, this is according to Tim Bonkamps, who reported this earlier today. He said the exact date of when the playoffs will resume and what will happen next is expected to be announced after Thursday afternoon's meeting, which also will include discussion of formulating the action plans to address racial injustice issues. Uh, it's as you said, it's after seven o'clock now in Orlando, and we have not heard anything yet. So they must still be fine tuning something. Oh five four nine texted. My suggestion to a better way to protest would be for pro athletes to be licensed. Is that liaisons? Liaisons. Sorry, I'm sorry. To be liaisons between the community and police force by doing ride-alongs and being more involved that way. Thoughts? You know, that's actually a really good idea. See, look, I, and I understand there's this relationship between the police and and the athletes, or you know, that it's it's very tenuous. But is there a way you could do a community sort of thing? Between the athletes, or excuse me, not between, with the athletes, the police department, and the community, where you're all one. Like a ride-along, or like a bar, I, I know it sounds weird, I, I it does, but it's maybe like a barbecue, or of a community get-together of some sort, to where they're, and they're both able to share their message of, hey, we want the same thing. That's well, not a horrible It's not thought. a horrible idea, no, I mean... Because then you make a connection for the. I mean, if I'm a cop and I get to go have a, a a barbecue with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles, that's cool. The thing is, and and that's the thing you bring up. Like, I know that it's gonna be. Oh, hey, let's go see Donovan Mitchell and Joe Ingles and Rudy Gobert, and it's not gonna see. Hey, let's go see Officer James and Officer Taylor and Officer so on and so forth. They're not gonna care about the police officers. They're gonna be caring about the athletes. Yeah. So you got to find a way, and the athletes got to be able to promote it to where. Hey, we're here together. This isn't just about Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Joe Ingles. It's about us and the police force and the community finding one ground. Right, because I think that there's been a lot of disrespect thrown around at police officers um, and the police force generally in a lot of places that I think is unfounded. Because I know a lot of great cops. Yeah, I do, I know too. great people yeah, who I are in that line of work. Cop- in fact, but at the same time, there are bad actors. And it it it's it's it affects everybody that's in that profession. You know, Eric, I was thinking about it, and I sometimes kind of wonder if my mind is too set upon the media showing the bad stuff of police officers. I got to be honest. I love seeing videos. I saw a video last week of a police officer pulling o- pulling over a a black girl driving the car in a black guy in the passenger seat and uh and he's you know he goes to the gal and says hey what's your name and she gives him his name and you could tell she could she's pretty scared and she doesn't know what she did wrong and he says okay well i'm officer so-and-so do you know what i pulled you over for today and she says i don't know and and you could tell she was almost about to cry and the police officer says well it's too hot outside so why don't you have an ice cream bar in your hand and then he hands out ice cream ice cream bars to the the two people in their car. It, it, like we don't get to see videos enough of that. I love watching videos of. Yeah, I know that officers. stuff happens here locally. Yeah, and I love seeing police officer or videos of police officers doing that kind of stuff. Why am I being inundated by the videos of police officers shooting people? 
Why can't I see a police officer doing something good instead of being in a tension situation so you can prove that, hey, the officers have a hard life? Show me something where a video of a police officer doing something good. And there's plenty of it out there. Show me that on the media. Show me that when I watch her on the TV. Show me that on social media. Show me it somewhere, please. I want to see more of that than the videos of the media throwing out my face of tentious situations, whether, whether they're right or whether they're wrong. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Give me something good to look at. Like uh, watching police officers walk arm in arm with the, with the black community. Wonderful. Please send me more of it. I'm begging of you. Instead of this garbage that I have to watch every single day. You know? I couldn't agree with that more. Because they do a lot of great things. I mean, imagine if Donovan Mitchell and, and uh, some of the... Or not even just Utah athletes. Even athletes wherever. Gathering with police officers and having community conversation. Gathering as community and showing unity to want the same thing. That would be blasted all over the news, all over social media. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. And you know, and you're right. There are great officers around the country. There are great officers, wonderful officers in our valley. I met one of them two months ago. I was at a gas station, grabbed a drink, saw an officer filling up for gas. And I just went over and I said, hey, look, I know there's a lot of tension between you and I, or at least people like myself. I want you to know if, if we look at the same thing and we want the same thing, we're going to be okay. And he shook my hand. He took his hand out and shook my hand. He said, I agree. And he smiled at me and I said, thanks for all you do. And he said, I appreciate you. And we walked away. Like, there are great officers in our wonderful valley. Unfortunately, we're just being just uh, overwhelmed by all the negativity and, uh, and, all the, and the bad apples out there that our officers dress in uniform that shouldn't be. Yeah, and it it's, makes it hard when... You know, people show up with their machine guns walking around and police are like... And not a thing's done. Nothing happens. Yeah, not hey, a thing's Hey, thanks done. for being here. Have a have a cold water. Here's Burger King for you. you know, if it was a group of of uh, you know people of color walking around with machine guns, they would have drawn, drawn on them and probably shot them. I would hope that wouldn't happen, but gosh, how am I to, to believe otherwise based on the events of the last week? Uh, a, going back to our top of the conversation with the Mets situation, it's currently 7-19 in New York. At 7-10, the Mets took the field led by Don, Dom Smith and Billy Hamilton. All players then came out of the dugout. Uh, Watcha took his hat off. The rest of the players followed. There was a 42-second moment of silence, and then the players walked off. A Black Lives Matter sh- shirt is left on home plate. That's well, it. So the question is, do they return in an hour? Yeah. Do they go back and play? Do in an they hour? do Manfred's proposal or do they do their own? Wow. Uh, crazy times. But love to hear from you, though, your reactions to the, the news of the day regarding the NBA, uh, player protests, team protests, uh, some of the comments made by Deloy Hansen regarding. The protests that took place from RSL. Um, his uh, Major League Soccer commissioner is not happy with uh, some of his comments. Uh, he did seem to backtrack uh, somewhat this afternoon when he was on a different radio program. Uh, but The Athletic has posted a pretty scathing report about 
Uh, Boy, multi- it's not good. Mul- yeah, multiple cases of inappropriate language, um, racially charged language that's been used by by him in the past. So, uh, yeah, Real Salt Lake is scheduled to play a game on Saturday. Will they play or not? We don't know. Uh, by the way, it's been interesting to see some of the different statements that organizations, uh, team organizations, have have issued. Some uh, provided phone numbers and email addresses of those in authority in Wisconsin to uh, try to uh, help move things forward in their discussions. Really, for uh, uh, taking action, the uh, Boston Celtics and the L.A. Lakers did that. Um, there's a statement issued today from the uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens just within the last hour. says, with yet another example of racial discrimination with the shooting of Jacob Blake and the unlawful abuse of peaceful protesters, we must unify as a society. It is imperative that all people, regardless of race, religion, creed, or belief, come together to say, come together to say enough is enough. This is bigger than sports. Racism is embedded in the fabric of our nation's foundation and it's a blemish on our country's history. If we are to change course and make our world a better place, we must face this problem head-on and act now to enact positive change. It's time to accept accountability and acknowledge the ramifications of slavery and racial injustice. Though we cannot right all the wrongs of our country's history, we can, one, arrest and charge the police officers responsible for Breonna Taylor's killing and the shooting of Jacob Blake, two, demand that Senator Mitch McConnell bring George Floyd Justice and Policing Act of 2020 to the Senate floor for vote, and three, support state and federally mandated uh, CALEA accreditation and national standards of care in policing. Uh, And there's even more. It it keeps going. So the Baltimore Ravens listing several things, uh, action plans, rather than just we stand with you, uh, uh, being very specific. um, And, uh, you know, I... I applaud them uh, for that. I, I think you have to be careful uh, to some degree uh, inserting yourself into an ongoing investigation if you don't know all the details. But a lot of us have seen those videos. Um, it's pretty clear what's gone on. Um, but uh, the change needs to happen. Uh, there's been more discussion now than there has been in the past. But uh, it's clear that it's, it's, not, it's not come far enough. Yeah, we still have, I think we said it at the end of uh, the 4 o'clock hour, and I'll say it again, we have a absolutely long ways to go. All right, let's do this. Let's call a timeout here on the Full Court Press. When we come back, uh, see if there's any other details about the NBA plans for this weekend. Uh, we do have some high school games that are taking place this weekend. We know for sure they are. One of them is going to be earlier in the afternoon, so we'll try to preview those games uh, now, especially the Mountain Crest game. And uh, other updates on what's going on throughout the sports world and many other uh, uh, boycotts, postponements that are taking place uh, throughout sports over the last 24 hours. We'll discuss that next here on the Full Court Press. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
Eric France and Andre Salveson, Full Court Press. You're on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. Streaming online, 1069thefan.com. Hey, by the way, uh, Labor Day is coming up. And if you're planning on trying to get in a, a last-minute road trip for Labor Day, make sure your vehicle is is going to make it. Um, the folks at A1 Automotive and Performance, they can do a pre-travel check. Uh, a safety check before you head out. Uh, and they can make sure everything's up to snuff and it's going to be okay. If something does need replaced, they have a, an amazing warranty, a 36,000-mile parts and labor warranty on any repair that they do. So give them a call, A1 Automotive and Performance. They're friends of the program. Call them at 752-9636, 752-9636. Or go check them out at their new place at 1065 West, 600 North in Logan. Uh, So a couple different things going on this weekend. We do know for sure high school football is going to be taking place for teams around here. In Provo, not so much. Uh, Timview, is it? Uh, They had to cancel their game. Yeah, Timview and, uh, is it Provo? Timview and who? Uh, That sounds right. I think it was Timfew and Provo had to cancel tonight. Yeah, it's a rivalry game. Uh, yes, it has been. That Provo-Timfew game has been canceled because of uh, COVID-19. Uh, three classes at Provo High are in quarantine. Several coaches quarantined at Provo High. So, uh, we know how that goes. Yeah. Having a game canceled. Yep, yep, sure do. Uh, Ridgeline has got to be excited to have a normal schedule and a normal game for Boy, this it's Friday. It's a big one, too. This Farmington squad, Eric, they're a good football team. Now, granted, they got blasted by Corner Canyon, but mind you, Corner Canyon is loaded. I mean, loaded with talent. So that'd be crazy. Um, I mean, to, to, to think less of Farmington because they get beat 49-20 to 20 by Corner Canyon. Farmington's a good team, can put up points in a hurry. Um, I like tomorrow night's matchup, or I guess is that set? No, I said it's tomorrow night's matchup uh, between Ridgeline and Farmington at Ridgeline in Millville. I'm I'm going to that game. Right. Game one for Ridgeline had to be moved because of travel with the state or the the uh, district's policy about overnight travel. So the f- game one was affected by coronavirus in in a roundabout way. Had to be played at a neutral site. Game two got canceled because Cypress had players contract the virus game three crossing fingers and toes and eyes and anything else that should happen as normally scheduled as you said against farmington a 5a team a new school uh, and uh but they took a, ton be a of, challenge well they took a ton of davis darts from that area like a bunch of davis darts left that that davis squad and went to farmington and farmington was loaded last year they're still pretty good this year too so that could be an extreme. That's going to be a fun game. Both offenses are really good. Uh, you know, I'll be interested to see what uh, what kind of uh, defensive adjustments Ridgeline has made. They gave up a lot of points last week. Still got to win. Or it's not. Excuse me. Two weeks ago, they still got to win. So I mean, to have that buy was major for Ridgeline. So this is, this is going to be a good one tomorrow night. Yeah, what a benefit from a, a young team play a game and have some time to retool a few things and reexamine a few things. And especially, as you said, try to shore up that defense. Uh, but the big game that we're going to be paying close attention to, it, because it starts earlier than normal, 
as a reminder, it's a Mountain Crest game. They play Bonneville, but this is the Bonneville Bees up in Idaho. That game's going to be played up at Madison High School. It's in Rexburg. Um, and it's part of that Rocky Mountain Rumble showcase that was normally scheduled to take place in uh, Idaho, excuse me, in Pocatello, but then got moved up to uh, Rexburg. And so Mountain Crest plays Bonneville at 4 tomorrow. Uh, Box Elder plays Rigby at 4 on Saturday. And Skyview plays Highland at 7 on Saturday. So a little different schedule than normal. Uh, so that's we have two teams playing Bonneville schools. So don't get confused. Mountain Crest is against the Bonneville Bees. Bear River is taking on the Bonneville Lakers. Uh, that's going to be taking place at Bonneville for Bear River. And that's going to be interesting too. Bear River has done okay despite their injuries, but uh, when is that going to catch up to them? Yeah, and that's I mean that's the biggest thing for them. Is, I mean, now Josh Payne's out for at least another week, and Easton Lish is out for the season now. Um, that like injuries again really stopped this team last year, and I said you know before the season that if they could stay healthy, they're going to make a run at a regional title. Now you're already down two starters, very very big contributional starters too. That's that's a lot to make up to lose Easton Lynch for a whole entire season. Uh, you know, but credit to them, they're two and zero, Eric. Yeah, <laughs> they're incredible. finding ways to win. Yeah, and, and so I I you know I picked them to lose last week. That was my fault. They won twenty to fourteen. I think they win this week against Bonneville. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Green Canyon is taken on Stansbury. Stansbury uh, played. Uh, this is the third Region Eleven team that Stansbury will have played. They opened their season against Skyview. Then they hosted Logan, and now they're hosting Green Canyon. Uh, so Stansbury's getting their fill of Region Eleven teams. Uh, they were they came back from being down against Skyview. They took care of business against Logan. Um, what will be the case this Friday with with Green Canyon in tow? Uh, this Green Canyon team fought a, a Boxeldo team that was trying to rebound from an opening uh, week loss, kind of an embarrassing loss. Uh, Boxeldo played really well. Then you have to give Green Canyon a ton of credit for how they were able to hold off Box Elder late and then score two late touchdowns to secure a one-point victory. I think Green Canyon and Skyview are really the two teams, the elite teams of Region 11 this year. I think they're the two teams that can actually do some damage in the 4A uh, state tournament. Uh, they both got really good schedules. I love you know, the fact that uh, the fact that this Skyview team can lose the best player, not only in the team, not only in the region, but in the state of Utah and still be as efficient as they have been, says a lot about how good their coaching staff is right now at Skyview. Been so impressed with the Skyview football team in these first two weeks. Uh, and then, as you said, Green Canyon led by Jake Lundin. This team's locked. This team's loaded. This team's good offensively, physical, defensively. Uh, it's going to be a battle. I, 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 And I honestly would be surprised if uh, Green Canyon lost this game against Stansbury. Um, I, if you play a full... 48 minutes of productive football against Stansbury. I don't think they have a shot. So, uh, and Then the last stop here as we go through the different teams in Region 11, at least, that are taking place. Uh, Logan is facing a Cypress team this weekend. Uh, and Cypress didn't play last week. They had a coronavirus hit their team. How well have they recovered? Do they have players that, that are still out for this game? Um, so that could be an interesting matchup between Logan and 
and Cypress. Uh, Cypress is a classification higher. It's going to be a tough challenge for Logan. Logan's played some pretty decent defense to still give themselves some chances. Their offense just really hasn't seemed to get going quite yet. Yeah, Logan and Mount Chris are pretty much reading the same book right now, right? They have great defenses, but no offense at all whatsoever. And, again, credit to Logan that they've been been able to hang in there in a tough schedule so far. Provo's not a horrible football team, and they lost 14-7 to on a late touchdown. Um, I thought they competed well last week. I, I, I like, you know, Cypress is... Um, is it is a classification higher? They have a deeper squad, a deeper bench, um, and and really a more athletic offense. To be very honest with you, uh, if their offense, if Logan's offense can give them the defense a little bit of help, just some production of fourteen plus points, maybe that defense can help in return by a, a turnover, a score of their own would be huge, um, and uh, give them an opportunity to stay in the game. You could see an upset. Is that at Logan or at Cypress, Eric? Uh, it's at Cypress. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, I, I hmm. boy, that's tough to. And it, by the way, it's tough to play at Cypress. That's a tough place to play at. I've I've been there a couple of times. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to go to our Pickums contest, and it's not taking me there. From the link on our website. Oh boy. So I'm going to go to cvpickum.com. Tappity tappity. Enter. <laughs> I probably should be talking between that dead air time, but I had nothing for you. Uh, there we go. There, it's, there uh, it is. Have we talked about Skyview Highland yet? Uh, not in a lot of detail. You know, that, you know, those are two teams that routinely face each other. Yeah, and those are true. And by the way, those are two teams that represent their respective areas really well. Skyview's been the cream of the crop in 4A for how long now? And they continue to be the cream of the crop now, still in this season. Highland, Idaho has been a very good football team for the last few years as well. Probably actually for the last six, seven years. Um, they've been a good football team in Idaho. Uh, I would, I'd be really, I'd be really surprised if Skyview went over there and, and, and dropped one to Highland, Idaho. They just seem like such a complete team again. Defensively, they're aggressive. They are maniacal, if you will. The, the linebacker corpse is is so uh, fast and so physical. And I don't know if they're big, but they're just physical. And that alone can uh, can create a bunch of havoc for you. I love what Skyview's doing, and I'm sure Idaho's a good football or Highland Idaho's a good football team. I've got Skyview in a route. I just think Skyview's so loaded. Offensively, defensively, special teams. Isaac Larson's a menace on both sides of the ball. Um, Skyview in, in a route on Saturday afternoon. Okay, so I'm looking at our our uh, high school pickums contest presented by the Logo Shop. Uh, and when you go there, before you even log in or make your selections, you can see how other people are voting. Like I can see right now that 98 percent of everybody who's participated so far are picking Preston to beat Shelley in their opener. 91% are picking Westside to beat Firth. That'll be their season opener for the Pirates. Um, but there's a couple others that are kind of even. There's not there's a little bit of uncertainty on some. Uh, and so uh, there's probably the, the strongest vote here is that Preston over Shelley at 98%. Uh, but Skyview, 94%. Oof. Mountain Crest, 30% to hang in there with Bonneville, Idaho. 
So anyway, you can go and you can make your selections. Uh, the tiebreaker is that Farmington Ridgeline game, so you need to put in a score. Uh, that, <laughs> Keep that, it high. That matters a lot because <laughs> uh, we've seen a lot of people picking the same number uh, who's going to win and whatnot. The, the, the closest to the, the actual score could determine if you win this week's $100 gift card, and this week is for Locker 42. So if you get the most correct answers or if you win the tiebreaker, you're going to win 100 bucks to do uh, whatever you want, shopping spree, uh, at Locker 42. And so a lot of great gear there. And uh, go check it out, cvpickem.com. Get registered if you haven't yet already. Um, log in, make your selections. And uh, remember, the you have to make your picks by 5 o'clock tomorrow. I know that the Mountain Crest game starts at 4, but we've allowed that to kind of overlap a little bit. So you have until 5 o'clock tomorrow to make your selections. And uh, if you get them all right or get the most right, then you get 100 bucks to Locker 42. Not a bad prize. That's so cool. I still prize. want that McDonald's gift card too. <laughs> Man, that'd be awesome. Uh, there may be more of those later on. Hook me up. I don't think you're uh, qualified. Doggone it. If my pick six gift, you give me $100. No, you know what? If you go and click on the winners, your name will be there all season long because you won in week one. And I I didn't apply in week two. (laughs) I forgot my password. I got to change my password again, doggone it. Well, you, I learned today that uh, they found a way to disqualify employees here to not show if we won or not. What? Are you serious? Because you, yeah, we want the prizes to go to our, our listeners. Yeah, sure. But look, if the employees, you know, they don't have a better advantage than the listeners do, do they? In fact, the listeners probably have a better advantage because their kid plays for the team. So they got the scoop, you know, on who's sitting out and who's playing. I mean, they're talking to parents on other schools, so they know what's going on. They got a good scouting report. Come on now. 11 teams, 11, excuse me, 11 games to choose from for this week. CVPickem.com. Make your selections and uh, make them before 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. All right, coming up next here on the Full Court Press, uh, we'll get back to, we'll circle back to the bigger news of the day. Any news from the NBA about what might happen this weekend? Players and uh, and the NBA look like they are going to resume play this weekend. We just don't know when the specifics of that. And uh, Real Salt Lake is in the news, uh, but not for the best of reasons. We'll get into that as well. Coming up on the Full Court Press. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson, and uh, we've got our pick six coming up, too. Don't forget about that. Six things we think might happen this weekend. We're still trying to figure out what may happen or may not happen this weekend for some some sports. Uh, no NHL tonight, no NBA, several Major League Baseball games postponed, but not all of them, which puts an interesting light on Major League Baseball and how they're handling um, you know, social issues. Uh, several NFL practices got canceled today. Even on college campuses, practices got canceled 
on several, including Boston College, NC State, and I think there was another one. There's three or four. Um, so, anyway, several different things taking place. We are still trying to figure out and hear from the NBA uh, what will happen with their resumption of play this weekend. They have come out to say that games in the season will resume. The playoffs will continue, but they have not laid out a clear game plan or schedule yet. Uh, There was some thought that they could resume as early as tomorrow, that games that were supposed to happen Wednesday would happen Friday. Games that were supposed to happen today would happen on Saturday. But it's looking more and more likely that it would be shifted to a Saturday-Sunday instead. And it just pushes thing off pushes things off a little bit more though I don't know if they are able to if they will if that ends up extending the season overall or if they're able to make some adjustments as the playoffs go because let's be honest if you have some teams that finish out their series 4-1 why do you have to wait around for four days before you go to the next level yeah if the other team's already there waiting for you yeah and that's the, which and is what's going on with Toronto and Boston. Well, well, here's the thing: is now you're going to just bring a bunch of confusion into it, right? Because who's in round two? Who's in round one? Uh, like, here's what I suggest they should do: you're at game six for who? Nuggets, Jazz, Clippers, Mavericks, right? Those two are at game six. You are at three one for Lakers, Portland. Lakers are going to finish off Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers. That thing's over with. Lillard's not even there. Yeah, he's going home. He's to going get his home. Knee looked at. Yeah, he's done. So expect uh, expect the Lakers to win that one in a route. Uh, who else is in a three one situation right now, man? Milwaukee, Milwaukee Orlando. And Orlando. That one's over. Aaron Gordon is leaving the the bubble because he's got some a, a quad issue or yeah. an injury that he wants to get looked at. So that's over. <laughs> I mean, you can actually. X and A that series. Uh, and then you've got, again, two series at 2-2 two, two apiece. Right? And Miami's already taking care of Indiana. Let the first round finish. I say you play four games tomorrow, or Saturday, tomorrow, whatever. Uh, you play, I mean, you can have Lakers and Portland play tomorrow. As a night game, you could have Dallas and uh, um, LA Clippers play in a, in, in a series tomorrow. You can have Jazz Nuggets play. Oh, and Houston OKC's at two and two piece too, huh? Yeah. So they got to finish up. Milwaukee and Orlando could play tomorrow. Yeah. So really, you could essentially have all but one series finished up by the end of, uh, by the end of tomorrow night. Two for sure. Lakers are not losing to Portland. Milwaukee's not losing to Orlando. Those two series are done. If the Jazz can take care of business, that's another series that can be done. And so really, you're just kind of waiting on Oklahoma and. Uh, Oklahoma City and Houston. You can start the second round, Eric, by Sunday. You have Houston and Oklahoma City play back-to-back because they're not traveling. Get that series over with. Finish it up in two days in a row, uh, maybe, and uh, and be done with it. Everyone else can move on to round two. But at least try to get a chunk of it done tomorrow or Saturday, whenever the heck they play. Yeah, it's possible. But the fact that but it's it's eight o'clock over there, there may be delayed in, a day. in Florida. We yeah, I would be, I'd be surprised if we have games tomorrow. But then at the same time, they're not traveling, and they already knew who their opponent is. So maybe they just say, "Hey, look, we're gonna play Friday. We're gonna get some of these games over with. Some of these series are gonna be over with tomorrow. Finish it up, and let's move on to Saturday, Sunday. Get round two. 
But if I'm a coach and players, yes, I understand my opponent. I've already seen them four times or five times. But still, you're trying to win a series. You don't want to cause a slip. You don't want to shift momentum. I'd want to make sure my guys are prepared. And mentally, their headspace, the last 24 hours, I would really worry about walking into a game tomorrow. Um, I don't think that these guys are going to need time with their players to be with them one-on-one, to help them decompress, to help them get focused on basketball again a little bit. We're also discussing what can we do in our own communities. But haven't they done that already? Wasn't that what today was about? Uh, there was a lot of stuff to some degree, yeah, but with the what can we do in our own communities aspect, but meeting one-on-one with your team to, to look at film for your opponents? No, I don't believe that's really been taking place. Let me play devil's advocate for just a quick second. I know we got to go to break. Haven't they seen enough film, though? I mean, you've already, I, like you said, we've already played these guys four, let's see, yeah, four times. You already know what you're going to get on both sides. Right? I mean, you, you've seen them four straight times. Right? We're good. Let's, let's play. Yeah, but playoffs are all about adjustments. What, what tweak can you do? You know, how are you going to adjust to, they've been killing us on this pick and roll. How are we going to try and attack it differently this time? How can we adjust our roster you know, with our rotations to match up with now this, this guy's been surprising us in, the, in, these, in this series. So how are we going to adjust with what he's doing and but, eliminate what he could do? Okay, I, uh, I guess for some of that you could see. But, I mean, like for example, Jazz Nuggets, you already know what's coming. You already know what's coming. You know what the rotation's going to look like. The Nuggets aren't going to change the rotation. Utah sure as heck aren't going to change the rotation. Let's play. Like, let's play. I, I, it's, you don't need film. You already know that Jamal Murray's going to put 40 on you. And you know that Jokic <laughs> is going to have 30 or something. You know what? Donovan's going to have 40 or 50. Who can execute better? That's really what it comes down to. Because no game plan is going to go per- to for perfection in the bubble. None of it is. Yeah, perhaps. But I think that you still, that's what these playoffs are. That's what coaches are, that's why they're there. True. That, that's true. Uh, we got to go to break, don't we? We do. Because we got to do our pick six. So we'll do that next here on the Full Court Press. You've been putting up with a dirty, dusty wood stove for years. Why haven't you changed it? Go to Advanced Fireplace and Stove in Logan. Look through their showroom for ideas on quadrifier pellet and wood stoves and heat and glow gas fireplaces. They have several demos in place so you can see firsthand how your project will look. And you can trust the pros at Advanced Fireplace and Stove. They'll do the job right. Advanced Fireplace and Stove, 752-7272. Online at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It's pick six time here on the Full Court Press. Six things we think might happen. Whomever gets the most rights gets a prize. Thank you for paying up, Ajay. Since I won, I'm going to go first. Good for you. 
Uh, Bear Lake over Rich. The margin of victory for Bear Lake over Rich in football. 17.5 points. Take the over or the under? Over. I'm going to take the over as well. Uh, the combined score between Skyview and Highland, 38.5. Oh. Combined score? Combined score. Over. <sighs> I'm taking the over as well. And then Donovan Mitchell assists at game six whenever that happens. Uh, six and a half. Under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray combined points 68 and a half. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to take the... Oh, I'm going to take the under, actually. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Jokic. Twelve and a half rebounds over under. Jokic twelve and a half rebounds. I'm yep. gonna go under. I'm gonna go under as well. Uh go bear. Uh three and a half blocks over under. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go under. All right. It'll be fun to see how this plays. We hope it does happen games. this weekend. Have a great one, everybody.